Good morning. This is Bishop Marcus Strong. I'm the lead pastor of Destiny Life Center Church. I hope that you will enjoy this next podcast, but I want to encourage you if you have been blessed by the podcast or if you've been blessed by our ministry, we want to hear your testimony. We want to feature your testimony on uh, one of our social media outlets that it will be a blessing to others. So please, if you would just give us an email so that we can share what God is doing in your life. Enjoy the podcast. This is the Destiny Life Center podcast. Today's episode is a message from Bishop Strong titled New Life in Christ, talking about what it means to be totally and completely covered in Christ. We hope it blesses you. Get ready to be encouraged. Enjoy. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. There is a word from the Lord. I'm telling you, you cannot ever, ever, ever contain all that God is. God will be your friend. God will be a brother to you. He'll be a sister. He'll be a mother. He'll be a father. Because he's God like that. He's ambidextrous. He's everywhere. <laughs> it's amazing about God that he's here right now, but then he's in your home fixing your problems. You're here right now, and you're not at home. But while you're here, God is at your house fixing what needs to be fixed in your life. <laughs> Glory to God. Come on, you're watching online, but God is right there beside you. Come on, he's not going to let you flip the remote. He's not going to let you change the view because he has a word from you, for you. Amen. The word of the Lord for you. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to be coming to all of you in your homes today. And I want to give you this brief word. Uh, the worship just took us over and we're just that kind of church. Wherever God takes us is where we go because we're going to be better off if we follow God. And that's something we're going to be better off if we follow God. So I want to move quickly into the word today. You're sitting in your living room. I hope you're sitting there with your family. Maybe you're on vacation and you've taken the time out while you're on vacation uh, to listen to the word of the Lord, to listen to what it is the Lord would have us to say to you uh, this morning. I want you to get your Bibles very quickly and let's go. A very familiar passage of scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19. Uh, and it reads as following. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creature has come, or he is a new creature. The old one has gone, and the new one is here, or the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ, Christ through Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciled or that God reconciled the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them, not counting people's sin against them. 
also want to read Ephesians 4 and 24. It says, and put on the new self, put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness of the true. Put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness of truth. Let's go to Colossians 3 and 10. Colossians 3 and 10. And then we'll be catching some other scriptures a little later on. Colossians 3 and 10 says, And have put on the new self, who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. I want to read that one more time. Colossians 3 and 10 says, We have put on the new self, who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Last week, I talked on the subject of new life in Christ. New life in Christ. I want to continue that, but today I want to preach, teach from the subject, put the layers on, and take the layers off. <laughs> put the layers on and take the layers off. You all will understand this as we move forward in this message this morning. First of all, I want you to understand that it has never been God's intent for us to stay the same. It has never been God's intent for us to be the same person that we were when we were one years old or when we were two years old. It has always been God's plan and God's purpose for us to move and to grow and to become. To move and to grow and to become. It has never been God's plan. It has never been God's purpose for us to be stagnant. Anything that is stagnant becomes stinking. Uh, anything that does not grow is considered retarded. That is the word. Uh, it is the word that it cannot grow. It is not able to produce. Uh, but God has, from the beginning of time, had intentions for us to grow. He's had intention for us to become. Uh, everybody just say become. Yes, become means that I'm not presently that now but I am working toward the goal of becoming. And what we are all trying to become is to become in the image of Jesus the Christ. The Christ, the Christos, uh, the one who came through 40 and two generations and uh, who was beat uh, on Calvary's cross, who took 39 stripes on his back, which represents the 39 diseases that are in uh, our humanity. Uh, in other words, he came for us to be healed. He came for us to become. He came for us to be in his image and everybody should know that God is not sick and God is not poor and God is not depressed and God is not despondent and God is not wondering what his next move is going to be. Our God is a strategic God and I just want to announce to anyone that seems like you're in the middle of a mess or seems like you're in the middle of a situation that you're not going to come out of. I want you to understand that the God that 
knows exactly what he's doing. He said it very plainly in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. So just before I go into the text, and just before I go into, uh, into this sermon, right here in the beginning, in this introduction, I want you to know that you are not stuck.
change and glory to God. I'm looking at some mother right now. Say, I'm so aggravated with my child. They can't seem to get off these drugs. They can't seem to get their mind right. But I'm telling you right now, if you keep on praying, glory to God, if you keep on praying like the Christian church was praying in the book of Acts, if you keep staying consistent in prayer, you serve a God that has the power to deliver your child. He has the power to deliver your children. He has the power to set your husband free. Don't ever deny the power of God. Which brings me to where I want to go. Now, we make the decision. We decide that we're going to follow Christ. We have a calendar. Uh, I want y'all to understand that religion always tells you that you got to do this and you got to do that. But an experience will make you do it on your own. When you have a real encounter with God, there'll be certain things that the Holy Ghost will tell you to do and not to do. And you won't need to ask for a man or a woman to, whether this is okay or not. A pastor, is this okay or not? It will change based upon the encounter that you've had with God. So let me move. So you make a decision, and then after you make a decision, then you submit. You, you, you make a decision that I am going to submit to the will of God or submission. Submit in it it, it definition means to do something that you don't want to do. So that means that when you get saved, when you get to know God, as you continue to live this life uh, of humanity, there will be days
before he put on Christ. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Did you see all the things that he should have been ashamed of? All, right. Come on. all of the things that he was carrying from his childhood. All of those things he was carrying from a bad marriage, a bad relationship. All of the things that he was carrying from being molested as a child. But look what Christ does. When we put on Christ, it covers the layers.
Nobody will know about those secret relationships unless you tell them because you're no longer wearing it where it can be seen because what Christ does what Christ does his love covers us love covers a multitude of sin I don't understand why people don't want God but then in a way I do understand because religion has told you you gotta do so much just to know God but you can experience a new life in Christ Y'all, you don't, you don't lay down, I said this last week, I'll say it again. You don't lay down a blunder and wake up a wonder. It's a process. You put on Christ. I've been saved for many years now. And I look back over my life, I'm better than I was then. And as I go through the process of life and my spiritual metamorphosis, I'm better off than I was. Don't reject the Lord. Don't reject progression. Some people say, well, I'm saved, and that's it. No, you need to go further than that. You need to, we know that the Holy Spirit draws you to Christ, but then you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Come on. You need to go through the process of sanctification. You know what? I'm going to give this up. It's not helping me. It's not fruitful to my life. It's not that it's going to take me to hell. I love Nutty Butters. Uh, uh, nutty Buddies. I think that's what they call them. They good. I got some in my fridge right now. I didn't eat one today. Glory to God. I love them. But I can't eat two or three of them all week long because it hurts my health. So I have to give it up. I sanctify myself. I set myself apart from that because I want to live that new life in Christ. It's as simple as budgeting money. I can't go to the mall today because I want a new life. I don't want my wardrobe to look better than my credit score. Okay. I don't want my, I don't have thousands of pairs of shoes and my credit score is a four. That's fine. So a new life is that I, I set the things in a place of discipline where in that I can become. Yeah. The scripture said that we'll become into the image of the one who made us. And the one who made us is God. Right there in your home, I want to pray for you right now. Firstly, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to encourage you to get to know Jesus. You need the Lord. Listen, we're in the middle of a major pandemic. We're in the middle of a racial pandemic. I mean, things are happening day to day. And you're going to need Jesus Christ. You're not going to be able to overcome some of the things that you are wrestling with until there's a heart change. Until you have a Damascus experience. Until you make a decision that God, I need you more than I need all of this other stuff. And if you're on and you're listening to us right now, I want to appeal to you to come to Jesus Christ. If you're listening, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I realize and I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need to be saved. I, I believe that you died on Calvary's cross, that you, I, you rose from the dead. And Father, I pray right now that you will forgive me of my sins and wash me in your blood. And even right now, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that I am saved. If you pray this prayer with me today, 
so that we can continue to pray with you, so we can disciple you, we continue to help you with your new life. There's some of you that say, Bishop, I've been saved 30 years, but I don't feel like I've moved any further. I, I feel like I have an old life in Christ, not a new life in Christ. Well, I want you to know that you can know God in such a special way that your walk with God can be fresh and new every day. I'm telling you, with the freshness of the Holy Spirit in your life, your life can become new and fresh every day. You say, Bishop, I don't even feel like getting up in the morning. I don't have any expectations in my life. I don't feel like I have anything to live for. I'm saved. I gave my heart to the Lord 20 years ago. I gave my heart to the Lord five years ago. Listen, I want to pray for you right now because God always wants us to become. For we are changed from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. So right now, I want to pray for you. Some of you all know that you are ordained to be a business owner. Some of you all know that you are ordained to be a husband. You are ordained to be a wife. That you are ordained to be a Fortune 500 company owner. That you are ordained to be a preacher of the gospel. To be a pastor in the Lord's church. But the enemy has kept you in a place of stagnancy. But right now, I'm going to pray for you. And God is going to set you free. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that person that has been stuck. I pray for that person who feels like, what's the point of even serving God? Because it doesn't seem like my life is changing. Well, Father, I pray right now that they will feel your presence right where they are. Where they are right now. Let your presence saturate them right now. Let them feel your presence, your glory right now. Realizing that there is new life for them. That you can resurrect promises in their life. That they can give up not having the hope. I pray now in the name of Jesus that you will give everything. podcast today hope you were blessed and encouraged by it if there's ever anything that we can do for you uh, don't hesitate just reach out we're on social media facebook destiny life center instagram destiny life dot center any questions concerns anything just reach out we're here for you god bless